Hello and welcome to this One Time at Summer Camp, a podcast about the magic of summer camp. My name's Nick and I'm here with Pete today. I don't know why I said today, you're always here. Yep, it's good to be here. (laughs) Every time I introduce this podcast, it's just slightly awkward in some way. Well, that's uh, because we're not professionals. No, no, that is very apparent. Especially uh, speaking of not being professionals, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, yeah. So, if depending on when you're listening to this, it's been a little while since we uh, recorded or released our uh, an episode. Yeah, what November, October, December was that? The last episode. Yeah, it's been a been a little bit of a break. Yeah, no, definitely, and uh. I think it's, you know, just like going from camp back to the real world where the pace of things really kind of changes. Uh, I think being adults and life has just sort of hit us both at the same time. Yeah, life gets in the way. We both work full time. We're both in different countries with different time zones. Such uh, different time zones. Different hemispheres, opposite latitudes. <laughs> so I'm really on my geography hype. Yeah, I mean, for me doing this podcast, it's just nice to have a, like a creative outlet type thing, and the fact that we have, you know, listeners every episode and a not insignificant number of people. Uh, I'm just, I'm just happy putting episodes out and. You know, pe- people are listening to it. That's that's what I want. Yeah, I mean, I never expected this to be, you know, the way that we start making a billion dollars an hour or anything. Um, but I'm really happy that the amount of people who have been listening. There's some random countries that we've got some listeners in. Um, I can't remember what they are. Probably like Romania or something. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's been it's been really great kind of doing this podcast, and it's been a shame to sort of put it on the back burner. But yeah, the time zones, when me and Pete used to live in yeah. the same building, recording was a lot easier. Uh, having said that, I literally only finally worked out the time zone difference like yesterday, day before. Turns out it's heaps easier to work out when it's 11 hour difference see i don't know how you like surely you have your world clock set up on your like clock app with just all of the various countries you need to be able to be aware of uh i do but that would involve looking at it pete (laughs) all right yeah but yeah i'm glad that people are listening and enjoying the podcast and if you know anyone who um would be interested in this you know share this uh, podcast with like a thousand of your closest friends and if everybody does that uh i reckon we could probably put out more episodes <laughs> more regularly you know you know those mass scam emails you used to get a lot of um you know make that happen just everyone in your emailing contact uh contacts just if you don't share this podcast episode with ten thousand people uh one of your family will die <laughs> And that's not me saying that. That's the spam emails. So, <laughs> uh, 
probably true. The other thing I enjoy is um, the lack of a format. You know, I think a lot of podcasts have well-regulated, established formats, and um, we just kind of do whatever. I think we do have a format, but maybe only like four of our episodes actually follow it. Yeah. I'll let you figure out which ones they are, but, you know, we're just, we're messing around. We're we're having a bit of a giggle. And uh, speaking of uh, irregular formats, this format uh, for today's episode is going to be slightly different to what we've had before. I'm going to tell Nick uh, a story. I do like how we regularly have this... We don't regularly have the same format, but every time we go, we're going to do something different this week. If every episode is something different, then maybe it's all the same. Maybe the format is no format. True, true, true. So, yeah, you're going to tell me a story. I'm excited. It's been a while since someone's read me a story. I'm vaguely interested to see if you can guess where this is going, given the little to no context I've uh, given you so far. <laughs> I'm very bad at guessing how stories go, so we'll see. Alrighty. Um, how do you feel about the environment, Nick? Uh, pretty, pretty positively, I guess. I would say it's a thing I live in and enjoy. How do you feel about... Um, turtles uh also positively um they're they're pretty neat i would describe them can you see where this is going yet are we talking (laughs) about the mass extinction of turtles on this summer camp podcast today you look like you're looking at me like (laughs) yeah i killed some turtles i hope this isn't where that's going it's not a million miles away from uh that which uh, I definitely didn't kill some turtles. I just want to put that out there. I mean, if, we, um, if we're going to get cancelled, this is not the way I expect it to go down. Okay, so picture picture the scene, right? The year is 2019. Uh, it's my first summer away from summer camp. The first year I didn't go back. It's a tough time for everybody. But there's a there's a Facebook group out there called Summer Camp Professionals. And they're all people who work in summer camps and they, you know, share stories from time to time. And there's just this uh, one interesting post that kind of popped into my head. So, you know, four years ago now was when it was originally put out. Um, I'm going to read that post to you now. Um, So this person had this from their assistant director. I just witnessed a camper drinking his water through a rolled-up piece of ham while the entire dining hall chanted, Ham straw, ham straw, ham straw. (laughs) And I just love that. Uh, Lives in my head. Rent-free. We. uh, I wish I'd have been at camp that summer because I definitely would have made that a thing. (laughs) Ham straw. I mean, I'm guessing you're saving the environment and turtles by not using regular straws, I would imagine. And, um, you you know, you get an extra flavoring. Like, you know those 
chocolate straws. They've got like the chocolate beads in them. And so you yeah, drink yeah. milk through them. It becomes chocolate milk. Um, I guess you drink milk through a ham straw. It becomes ham milk. I've always said that, you know, uh, milk or water is not meaty enough. <laughs> Absolutely never meaty enough. So I, I, I was tagged in that post by a friend of the pod, Diesel. <laughs> um, <laughs> he went, uh, for whatever reason, I immediately thought of you. And um, I take that as a really big compliment, you know? Yeah, I think using uh, deli meats as a drinking utensil, drinking utensil should bring me to mind, right? I, I think so. I would think of you. Now I know you don't like guessing games, uh, but can you can you guess what I responded to uh, Diesel tagging me in that? Did you just say hamstraw, hamstraw, hamstraw? Well, you know how much I like uh, obscure TV references, quotes. There's too many. I can't keep up with you. Ham girl. <laughs> I've been too far away from you. I should have got that straight away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Community reference. <laughs> anyway. The thing I like most about that, because you know when something like that happens at summer camp, it just it just spreads. Right? Like it, it like everyone at the camp starts doing that. It's like a weird trend. Um it reminds me of at our summer camp. It was a little bit before my time there but i remember hearing the stories of i don't know if you were there that summer um but there was some kid who just like stood up on his chair one day and started shouting no more soap no more soap and just had the entire dining hall shouting no more soap <laughs> and all the kids refused to shower that week because it'd be like <laughs> shout up no more soap um Never underestimate. A, a, never underestimate the power of a chance at camp. I remember my first summer. Uh, someone being like, "Yo, that's the no more soap kid," because like he came back and he was older, you know. And it's like a, just a weird camp legend. <clears throat> I love the idea that at camp you can just do chance. And it's fine, and they can have real-world consequences to the camp. Sometimes yeah. maybe that'll even go over more than one year. But, like, if you work in, like, a suburban office, you're not going to just stand up in your, like, office cubicle on your chair and just be like, Lemons in the cooler! Lemons in the cooler! And, I don't know, it's... <laughs> That's not going to work. The same way it's going to work yeah. in a summer camp. I remember the summer we got um, new barbecue sauce in the dining hall. Um, and it was Sweet Baby Ray's. Shout out, Sweet Baby Ray's. But yeah, someone started chanting like, Sweet Baby Ray! And then everyone would repeat that and just went on for like five, ten minutes. It was great. It's the only hot so it's, it's the only barbecue sauce I'll buy now. Sweet baby rays. But the thing I think that's particularly interesting about hamstraw is like it, it, it spread. 
ironically the summer pre-covid um but it <laughs> it went a little bit viral um like it started spreading to different camps and there was a few posts and lots of people saying like oh shit it's happening at my camp now people are you know using their um sandwich meats as a as straws <laughs> and as much as i wish that i'd been there to like start that at our camp um i also want to show you this video of <laughs> some people um who did this at a camp you might be surprised to find that there's not that many hamstraw videos on youtube um, I am there is... very surprised. <laughs> well, um, st- strap in, <laughs> strap on. No, um, yeah, strap in. <clears throat> hey, Pete, bring up the video. Hey, so there's a bunch of counselors on a stage with a trestle table, and a bunch of campers in the foreground at the bottom of the stage. And what I love is all the counselors wearing orange camp t-shirts because it's just the iconic camp counselor t-shirt color. A truly just aggressive shade of orange. That's like, that's so many summer camps have specifically orange camp shirts. I thought it was just ours. But anyway, play the, no, play no. the video. Let's see this hamstraw one. Your boy Childish Gambino talks about it uh, on the track no power uh, all that power no i can't remember the name of the track but he talks about orange camp t-shirts anyway <laughs> um yeah let's just watch this there is a lot of excitement That one kid are they, standing up at the front, and you're like, sit down. Are they passing around slices of ham? Mm. Oh, no. Oh my god. It is literally just a counselor with a piece of ham and a glass of water. Right, it doesn't work the first time, so I don't think he's rolled it up tight enough. He's gonna re roll the ham. He did it. He drank oh. it. Oh, another council is going up. From the same glass, too, which we should point out is a. Uh... I mean, this is pre COVID. Um, I'm going to stop that there. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Like, at least they used two different pieces of ham. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it looked like one of them might have been chicken. <laughs> oh man, just various deli meats. Get that bit of pepperoni yeah, the, 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 in the in the straw. 
<laughs> little chorizo. <laughs> um, I love how easy it is to just make kids go absolutely berserk um, for no reason. Like, they, they never had heard of a hamstraw before, yet they've all gone absolutely mental. How has that caught caught on? Like, I just don't understand. Hamstraw, do, do it's going to be a global phenomenon. Phenomenon. And so, like, all the counselors are up on a stage, and it just gives me really big vibes of, uh, guys, we have, like, uh, 10, 15 minutes to kill with these kids before we go do an activity or something. What what are we going to do to entertain them? And someone's like, well, I saw this thing on Facebook. And um, <laughs> what if, hear me out, what if we got some ham, we got some water, and we drank water through the ham? At least it's just water, you know? Yes. Um, again, I, I don't know if we're um, analysing this video too much, but they seem to have rectangular pieces of ham. Is that the techers, you reckon? Like, you roll it from the have... corner... Well, no, like, have you... It seems like a full-size slice of ham, but, like, have you ever seen rectangular ham? Like, only circular... Do you think they're like cutting slices. the ham specifically for straw use? Okay, but, like, based on the size of the piece of ham, it would have had to have been, like, a small plate <laughs> in order to um, uh, uh, have cut it to that rectangle. But yeah, I, I do think um, re rectangular uh, meat is the way to go for that. What... What I think is very interesting about ham straw and probably part of the reason why it's taken off because, you know, there's the chant you talked about earlier, like, no more soap. That's not a sustainable um, camp model, you know? <laughs> it's It just seems like a massive inconvenience and not a good thing to sort of catch on around camp. Whereas I can sort of imagine the first time ham straw occurs... And the councillors have that moment where they just go, should I, should I be letting this happen? You always have that moment when something <laughs> new happens where you go, should I allow this to continue? And so there's definitely probably just a room full of councillors doing this like risk analysis with yeah. hand straw and coming to the conclusion yeah. that, that it's a bit, it's a bit gross, but... Yeah, harmless, right? Because if I'm seeing that in a dining hall, my immediate thought is they shouldn't be doing that with the ham. I need to stop this. But it's an important skill, ability, quality of a camp counselor to go, actually, do I need to tell them to stop? Is, is that the worst thing in the world? They're dipping their ham into water. As long as they're not wasting it, you know? <laughs> Let the kids drink ham. And as well, in this in this day and age, in this plastic world we're living in, we do need, you know, plastic straw alternatives. And sure, paper straws, they they they're not plastic, they're not gonna last forever, but when you're drinking through a paper straw, like they there's only so long before the structural integrity kinda takes a hit. Whereas with a ham straw Sure, you might lose flavour over time, but the structural integrity, I reckon that would hold. 
I mean, <clears throat> studies have been inconclusive so far as to the structural integrity of a uh, ham over time <laughs> as a straw replacement. Um, the other should... thing I was thinking too about is, is it more environmentally friendly? Um, you know, it might not kill turtles, but the the greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture, you know. Yeah, that is true. If we, I think if we replaced all of the straws with ham, I think it it could potentially have a a measurable negative effect. I would imagine there would be a few people in the world uh, who would not appreciate the straws being replaced with ham. Um, famously, people who don't eat pork. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm sure there's um, you know. Uh, there's going to be vegetarian, vegan, uh, corn, corn straw. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't sound as good as ham straw, but you know how there's um, impossible burgers. Yeah, you just have impossible, impossible straw. <laughs> <laughs> this is the solution. This is the way forward. But hear me out. I actually, you, I think it, I've got an idea. So you drink? Is it that if you spiralize the ham, you can make a crazy straw, crazy <laughs> ham straw? No, but we, that is innovative. No. <laughs> that is innovative. Okay, so you're drinking water through a ham straw. You're gonna get ham water, which is, yeah, I don't know, a bit. How's it going? As we say Wham, right here, if you will. Uh, but alternative tomato juice with a ham straw i feel like those are two flavors that gel yeah um <laughs> i feel like maybe it you would don't look convinced gel in the straw and um, not a big tomato juice guy oh neither am i but you know for all but those i do see the logic behind it like if you're drinking a bloody mary in the morning you know hair of the dog do you want just a regular straw for that Bloody Mary, or do you want to be drinking it through a slice of um, deli meat? Uh, have you ever had Clamato juice? This is a sidetrack, but... <laughs> no, but I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe the worst thing you could put into a ham straw. I mean, it's... Uh, I want to drink. I was in... Clam ham, ham straw? <laughs> Clam ham straw. Oh, that's sounding uncomfortable. Um, when I was in Canada, people were drinking something called like Caesars, and I think it's it's like a Bloody Mary, but it's spicy. Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a spicy Bloody Mary, and again, I reckon ham straw with a Caesar. If you're the kind of person who drinks that, that would go all right. That would go well. I could see it working. <laughs> I could see it working. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say I have never ham strawed before. But after this, perhaps um, need to give it a go. I think the funny thing is talking about hamstraw. It's not about hamstraw, you know. It's I guess it's about how the camp environment is just such a crazy random place that things like this can take off and happen and just become part of the culture, and nowhere else in the world are you going to have that happen. Nowhere else is that going to, like, pass as normal. And yet, in true this one time at summer camp fashion, we've just gone on a tangent about the logistics of drinking ham. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
using ham as a straw. Like I'm already thinking in my head, I reckon a triangle shape would be the optimum rolling shape to make a a good straw. Well, the, the, ideally, you need it to be thin, right? Because if you have a straw that's too thick, you can't create enough negative pressure to like draw the liquid up through it. Um, but yeah, we're going off on a tangent again. Um, but I think it's interesting that like this did spread around camps because you know there's there's trends that you find with kids you know year on year like i'm sure last year or two kids are doing tiktok dances at camp or whatever yeah yeah bring back tide pods that's a thing eating tide pods that was a classic but i want to show you um something else too which is um have you heard of leave no trace uh potentially maybe not like if you're going on a hike or something yeah 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 so the idea is like you know uh take nothing but pictures leave nothing but footprints uh or take nothing but memories uh, i can't remember exactly how it goes um but yeah leave no trace is like an actual organization right um, and they do lots of stuff and i'm sharing with you my screen now oh yeah we're on the leave no trace website <laughs> teaching leave no trace with hamstraws <laughs> <laughs> and they like this is a legit organization this is a full and they've done a blog post website like this is a professional website yeah and, and they've so it, it intros um yes even hamstraws can help the camp professionals engage campers and what it means to be a steward of the outdoors and practice leave no trace <laughs> and then it gives you steps Steps for how to introduce hamstraws into the leave no trace. Can you please? There's six steps. Can you please go through some of these steps about hamstraw? <laughs> okay. Step one make a hamstraw. Demonstrate the proper use of a hamstraw. Instantly become the queen or king of your camp. <laughs> Step two after your group's laughter subsides, ask your campers if they ever heard of something called leave no trace. <laughs> Explain that Leave No Trace is information and skills that help people protect the out uh, the outside areas around camp, as well as parks and outside spaces back home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, pun intended, but like they're really grabbing at straws for this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh Nick, <laughs> um, all the other steps are just about the Leave No Trace program, but then you skip to the last step step six uh make another hamstraw rule the day just do more hamstraws you know i really think this could have been huge at our camp <laughs> and i know you would uh, have brought it in yeah and i'm i'm sad uh i didn't get that opportunity to you know i i cannot possibly imagine when this podcast started, that we were going to be talking about hamstraws for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, this has gone on a little bit longer than um, anticipated us. Look, I'm here uh, for the, it. The, the last aspect of this was um, all the memes that all the summer camp people put in um, for um, like, like on that thread, because it was a massive thread and there, there was a whole bunch of posts like in the following years being like, Oh, guys, I miss hamstraw or stuff like that. Um, and there, there was a bunch of memes 
Um, but it's interesting how. Um, have you heard of like the Beta Meinhof phenomenon? I have not. It's the idea of like, like you hear, you learn about something new for the first time, or you hear something, or you see something on TV, and then all of a sudden, because you've become aware of it, you like see that all the time. You know, you're like, yeah. I never knew this thing existed, and now all of a sudden, I'm seeing it everywhere. So then, every single time there was like a ham-related thing that someone saw on the internet, they were just sharing that because they're like us. <laughs> Um, and in that um, context, uh, I'm not going to show you all the memes. I'm just going to show you one because I feel like we should uh, uh, wrap it up there. Maybe um, I kind of want to see all of the ham memes, but I understand we're probably uh, not looking to do an entire hour of um, ham yeah. straw. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like a Starbucks cup, but instead of a straw, it's a it's a sausage. Um, a hollowed out sausage. A hollowed out <laughs> hot dog uh, being used as a straw in the in the coffee or whatever. Ain't nothing like a fizzy <laughs> glizzy. <to laughs> Ain't nothing like a fizzy glizzy to wake you up in the morning. They're not wrong. Oh, I mean, this ham straw, this is, um, this is real. This is... Yeah. This is gaining traction. This is becoming more legitimate every second. You know, maybe we'll we'll put a couple uh, couple of those memes up on the Instagram. I think we're gonna have to. Oh, you know what else is as wise as using ham as a straw? The wisdom zone. The wisdom zone. The wisdom zone. Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? Dr. Romero from Spy Kids 2. No way that's an original Spy Kids quote. <laughs> Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? And I think Hamstraw is the perfect uh, example of that. Honestly, if I created sentient race and they went on to create Hamstraw... I would fear my creation. You know, you, you, you're given animals on the planet. You take those animals, you tear them apart, you mush them all back together in a paste, and then you roll that into a straw to drink through. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, what have we done? What have we done? <laughs> It's been a while since we've recorded. It's been a while since we've had the time to sit down and do this. Uh, but learning about Hamstraw has really kind of uh, reminded me what this podcast is uh, all about. Uh, and this has been truly a joy to be sort of more in the passenger seat for this, for this journey. If there's one takeaway from this episode, it's that the next time you come across a slice of... Uh, deli meat. You know what you gotta do? If I had ham in my fridge right now, <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it live on this pre-recorded completely not live <laughs> podcast. 
Oh, if we ever manage to, you know, if everybody does what they're supposed to do and shares this with 10,000 of their closest friends, um, then when we eventually get to doing live shows, you know what we're doing at the first live show? <laughs> as soon as we come on stage. <laughs> if we're doing that, I'm I'm drinking the tomato juice. I'm still I'm still rating it. Heck, if we get to that stage, I'll drink clamato juice out of it. <laughs> deal. It's a deal. You hear that, everyone? If you want us to drink <laughs> ham straws, clamato, and uh, tomato juice. I don't know if I ever explained what clamato juice is for those who didn't know. Uh, it's clam and tomato I think in it, a juice. I think that's in the name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just... just it, It's a bonkers concept. That doesn't sound believable in this. Unless you're drinking out it. of it before. Yeah. <laughs> through a through a hamstrong. <laughs> um, oh, this has been a delight. Shall I read you a little email? We got a lovely email here from Sal. Sal went to an American summer camp. Uh their camp's really old, so it has uh, lots of ghost stories, because I think we were asking people to uh send in some ghost stories, right, a while ago. Yeah, I think we were going to do a Halloween episode that we did not. But but next Halloween, definitely. But at South Summer Camp, uh, every cabin is linked to some sort of like supernatural thing. Like There's heaps and heaps of ghost stories that go around. And um, the most inf- infamous one is about someone called Douglas the Skinless Man. Ugh. Um, sounds terrifying. But thank you for emailing us, Sal, and anyone else wants to email us anything summer camp related work away yeah that is um this one time at summer camp pod at gmail.com did i nail that it's been a while crushed it excellent same name on instagram same name on instagram and uh we will post some hamstraw memes as well uh, maybe even a link to that video please actually um you're going to have to watch that ham straw video yourself. <laughs> Pete, how do they find ham straw video? It's it's unlisted. Um, so, like, it doesn't automatically come up in the search, so it's difficult to find. We're going to have to link that um, somewhere. I don't know. Look look everywhere. We're going we're gonna to try and get it to you. The people deserve all, to figure out. ham straw. I have to figure out how to get it into our recording. I don't know how I'm going to compile that into a... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's future me's problem. We'll figure it out. Well, it's been, uh, it's been real, folks. <laughs> that, that's all, folks. Get it? Because uh, the, the pig guy from Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, man, if he knew about Hamstraw. I'm sure he'd just be happy to, you know, do his part for the environment. <laughs> Yo, the tail, that's where you get the crazy straw from. <laughs> yeah, the little the little pigtail, the the curly one. That's the crazy straw. I love it. We should we should stop there before this spirals anymore. This whole episode has been a spiral, but you're right, you're right. Um yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh we are gonna post more regularly and if we don't, I don't know, you can just Send us hateful emails and also to a thousand of your closest friends or your family will die. If you don't hear from us for a while, 
we're coming back. Don't worry about it. We're back! Until we're not, and then we'll come back again. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Alrighty. Alright, see you next time. Bye. Auf Wiedersehen.